Welcome to the Brooklyn Tabernacle's Daily Devotions. Now, here is the Senior Pastor of the Brooklyn Tabernacle, Jim Cimbala. Good morning. How is everybody doing? Buenos dias. As they say, hola, que tal? This is Monday, November the 13th, and it's my producer's birthday. John Ortega is in the house, and it's his birthday today. And you know what number this is? Because we're going to have a party now. It's going to take a while. I have to go into the new year. But we're at 934, 946th devotional. Come on. I'm so happy to be reading Hebrews with you. We're in chapter 2. Let's review. Written by an unknown author. A lot of people say Paul. Other experts say no, someone else. The writer, I should say, is directing this toward Jewish believers who have been tempted, possibly through persecution, to go back to the less persecuted way of just being Jewish. Now, anti-Semitism has always existed, and now... Christians were getting persecuted too, and they were thinking maybe less heat being Jewish than being a Christian. He's trying to tell them now, no, the old covenant, the law, Moses, has been superseded, replaced by a better covenant, better agreement between God and his people. And Jesus is far superior than angels, Moses, and now he's focused on angels because angels were involved in the giving of the law. We don't know exactly how, but angels were involved as God gave Moses the law on Mount Sinai. So verse 5 says of chapter 2, It is not to angels that he has subjected the world to come about which we are speaking. The world to come about which we are speaking. The world to come. The new covenant is not about this earth, this land, this dirty atmosphere, this globe, Atlantic, Pacific Oceans. God's kingdom, we're going to find out there's a new heaven and a new earth coming. Not polluted like this one is. And he says this new covenant is about the world to come. This world has a date of expiration. We don't know when, but it's all going to be perish in fire, Peter tells us. But the world to come is what Jesus is about. Here on earth is not where we get our reward. Let's stop and talk about that because there's so much focus now on earthly things. Philippians tells us that Paul's warning about people who talk about being Christians, but they're messed up and they're ashamed to the faith. As he describes them, chapter 3 of Philippians, Join together in following my example, brothers and sisters, and just as you have us as a model, keep your eyes on those who live as we do. For I have often told you before and now tell you again, even with tears, this is not rank-and-file unbelievers out in the world, that many live as enemies of the cross of Christ. Their destiny is destruction, their God is their stomach, and their glory is their shame. Their mind is set on earthly things. There'll be people that were already in the church that were enemies, not no, notice, not of Christ, of the cross of Christ. Remember where Jesus said, take up your cross? Any suffering, 
denial of sin, what the cross is really about, our depravity, which required a blood sacrifice for us, they'll be enemies of that, whose God is their stomach. They'll be religious, but all they're concerned about is their appetites, self-gratification. Their mind is on earthly thing. What are you and I thinking about most every day? Paul says in another letter, set your mind on heavenly things. Get your mind above where Christ is. Believers can be worldly-minded or heavenly-minded. Some people say, oh, that guy's so heavenly-minded, he's of no earthly use. And there are some people that are not practical in living out their faith. But I can assure you that's not the main problem today. The problem today is we're entrenched in this world and not thinking and living with an eye on the world to come. Notice that phrase, Hebrews 2, I just read it. The world to come. It is not to angels that he subjected the world to come about which we're speaking. Jesus is going to have in subjection to him the world to come. The huge big renovation, the judgment of God. For, but there is a place where someone has testified, what is mankind that you are mindful of him, a son of man that you care for him? You made them a little lower than the angels. You crowned them with glory and with honor and put everything under their feet. Now, in my NIV Bible, where it has the plural, there, them, it says it could be him, he. But most commentators are in agreement is that when God created mankind, womankind, men and women were placed a little lower than the angels. And it says that you made them and crowned them with glory and honor and put everything under their feet. But in putting everything under their feet, God left nothing that is not subject to them. Yet at present, we do not see everything subject to them. So God, when he created us, made us little lower than angels and subjected everything under man, but then mankind. Then sin came, and the whole thing's upside down. Now people are worshiping animals instead of having dominion over the creation. That's what sin did. It wrecked everything. So as of yet, we don't see the fulfillment of what God intended, that the earth would be in subjection to his creation. But he says here, but we do, yet at present, we don't see everything subjected, but we do see Jesus, who is made lower than the angels for a little while, now crowned with glory and honor because he suffered death. So do you get the picture? Paul is saying, forget angels. Mankind, humankind was made lower than angels. And everything was supposed to be subjected to them. That's how Adam and Eve started. Remember, then sin came in and everything went into just upside down. So we don't see that. But what we do see is Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Now waiting for his ultimate crowning as King of Kings and Lord of Lords, the subjection of everything under him. And why was he crowned with such glory and honor? Because he suffered death for all of us. So what have we learned today? Keep your eyes on Jesus. Keep your eyes on the world to come, whose mind is on earthly things, shameful, a waste, money, treasure, land, politics. That's earthly things. You get embroiled with that, you get agita. You get agitation. You get to have a nervous breakdown. Oh, this one, this said this. 
Let's keep our mind on Jesus. Praise God. He gives peace to every troubled heart. See you tomorrow. Thank you.